It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What's up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 98 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. Rick, this train is chugging along with content. We just wrapped up our five games in five days in the great state of Texas, sponsored by Golden Tickets. Check them out for all your ticket needs. And we are coming in hot this week for our 98th episode and we're going to feature the Super Bowl. We are doing our Super Bowl lead-in show right here. Rick, are you excited to relive our experiences and talk about this year's Super Bowl? Rob, I'm fired up. The Super Bowl is my favorite day of the year. There are sporting events taking place basically on every single day, 365 days a year. There are some really good ones out there. But the Super Bowl is and always has been and always will be my favorite day in sports. It is the spectacle that everybody in the world tunes in for. There's so much behind the scenes. There's a ton of work getting to the Super Bowl. And you and I have had the honor of enjoying the Super Bowl in person. There's no experience like it. Let's get into this one, Rob. This year in Los Angeles, we have the Los Angeles Rams hosting 
the Cincinnati Bengals. So, Rob, tell our listeners a little bit about each of these franchises. Well, I'll tell them about it, Rick, but let's let's talk about our experience first. Let's let's relive our experience and talk about the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Let's do it then. So we went to Super Bowl 48. It was between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. We talked about it in a three-part series several episodes ago. And the Super Bowl, as I just mentioned, is an experience unlike any other, Rob. You have fans of the two teams coming in from wherever their respective cities are spending God only knows how much money for hotels and flights and entertainment. Oh, and tickets, by the way, which I don't know if you've seen this year's Super Bowl or not, but ticket prices are absurd how expensive it is to go to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. I don't know how these teams are going to support their the fans are going to support their teams. It's it's bonkers to me. But the Super Bowl, Rob, what were some of your favorite takeaways from being at Super Bowl 48? I'll jump into it. But, yeah, the ticket prices are absurd. But the Super Bowl is very interesting, Rick, especially with, with prices now. You know, you're getting a lot. Uh, the Super Bowl itself attracts, like, a lot of, like, not really fans, like C-suite executives, like, uh, famous people, like not fans of that team. Like you're going to get some, some diehard Bengals fans and diehard Rams fans to be there. But, you know, I don't think that that ticket prices really scare away too, too, too many people just because of the caliber of people that you're bringing in. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles is a little bit different. You know, the Super Bowl is being held in basically Hollywood where money is no option. So, I think this year's Super Bowl will be a bit skewed. Of course, it'll be leaning more towards Rams fans because it's there in Los Angeles. However, you do bring up a good point. I remember when we were at Super Bowl 48 in Arizona between those two teams, I really felt like it was 40% Patriot fans, 40% Seahawks fans, and 20% people that didn't know what football was. They just wanted to be at the Super Bowl and paid God only knows how much money to be at the Super Bowl. Exactly. Um, but yeah, let's talk about, uh, I'll, I'll tell you my favorite experiences from 48. Um, I, I think, I think the game we were at the, like arguably the greatest finish to Super Bowl uh, history. And it was the, the one yard line, Russell Wilson throws an interception. So in terms of a game, you can't script a game any better than that ending right there that was amazing um, and it was back and forth throughout the whole game too it wasn't like it was a blowout there was scoring throughout the whole game trading touchdowns yeah uh, Kate Perry's halftime show was epic yep so I would say the game itself was incredible because that's what you root for is you want a good game sometimes you watch these Super Bowls and they're a dud um, so the, the game was amazing. Katy Perry crushed the halftime show. Everybody knows about like left shark. Um, but the, the dude that was like, just totally messing up on stage, but we didn't find out about that until after like the next week or the next day, uh, she came out on a tiger, a massive tiger to enter the stadium. And it was like her, her uh, song. I think it was like, like raw was her big song that then. So she came out on a huge tiger uh, pyro, uh, pyrotechnics were going crazy. That was, uh, that was two of my favorite things. But then the lead up to the Super Bowl is Rick. We went to the Waste Management Open and Scottsdale, Arizona hosts the Waste Management Open 
prior the week of the Super Bowl. So that Sunday, you can actually go. You can you could have actually went to the Waste Management Open and then made your way over to the Super Bowl because they moved the times around to make it end before the Super Bowl. Uh, and uh, I just thought that was so unique. Like uh, a Super Bowl in Phoenix has that unique component to it. So if if listeners uh, want to be somewhere and they're not at the Super Bowl, they should definitely go to the Waste Management Open and have a blast. I agree. And the lead-in, as you mentioned, is a ton of fun. There's so much fanfare and activities for people to do. The Super Bowl is not the event where you want to fly in on Saturday and go to the game Sunday. The Super Bowl is the event where you want to fly in on like Tuesday or Wednesday and spend Thursday and Friday plus Saturday and Sunday doing all the fun stuff leading up to the game because the hype is for real. And especially in Los Angeles, things have got to be going bonkers. So let's dive into Super Bowl 56 preview, Rob. That's what the listeners want to hear about here. Rams, Bengals, tell me what your take is on these teams, their franchise history, and what you're thinking for Super Bowl 56. Yeah. Um, so for uh... – let, let's talk about the history. Let's go with the visiting. I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling it the visiting team, the Cincinnati Bengals, because the Rams have the home field advantage. And just to give our listeners a little background on, on the Bengals. So the Bengals have been around since 1968. Okay. Uh, and they really haven't, they've never won a Super Bowl. They've never won a league championship. Uh, they've, uh, They've won a couple of AFC championships, and they're, they're no stranger to the Super Bowl. They've played in the Super Bowl three times in 81, 88, and uh, this will be the third time this year. Um, this will be the third time in their history playing. So they're no stranger, but they're looking for that coveted first Super Bowl, which will be really exciting if they can pull it off this year. Uh, they've also made the playoffs a lot of times, but this is going to be a huge deal in Cincinnati. Uh, I've already heard uh, from Adam Schefter himself that Cincinnati school districts have given everybody off on uh, on Monday following the Super Bowl, win or lose. Uh, I think it's a wise decision, Rob. Everybody knows the Super Bowl is the national holiday here in America. People will be up watching the commercials and the game, and that's a great decision by the city of Cincinnati. Absolutely. Now, the Rams are a little more storied of a franchise. They've been around since 1936, and they're very interesting, Rick, um, because they're one of the few teams, I think, yeah, one of the few teams with the exception of like the Raiders, who's moved a couple of times from L.A. to Oakland to now Vegas, the Rams have moved throughout the country. So team history back in 1936, the Rams uh, were known as the Cleveland Rams, and they played there from 36 to 45. Then they got relocated to Los Angeles from 46 to 94. Um, and then in 95, they got brought out to St. Louis, and they were the St. Louis Rams from 95 to 2015. And in 2016, they came back to Los Angeles. Um, so a little storied franchise there, and it also leads to uh, their their fans being all around the country. Uh, they have fans in, uh, in 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 St. Louis, and that's arguably where most of their fan base is. And now L they're back in LA, so it's been it's actually been tough for them to sell out stadiums because their fan base is kind of divided. And we saw that with the 49ers versus the Rams in the last uh, game of the regular season when the 49ers clinched the playoff spot. 
it was a home game for the 49ers. It was like 80-20 49ers fans uh, in that stadium. So very interesting. Now the Rams have actually won uh, two NFL championships. So they won in 45 and 51, but they've only ever won one Super Bowl. And that was with Kurt Warner and the, the, the greatest show on turf with Marshall Falk, uh, you know, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Kurt Warner. Uh, and that was in 1999, uh, but they're no stranger to the playoffs. They've made the playoffs in so many years. In fact, they were, they're no stranger to the Super Bowl. They played a couple of years ago against uh, the New England Patriots in Atlanta and unfortunately lost that game. That was a dud of a game too. That was like 13 to like six or something like that. That was not a fun game to watch. Um, but they're no stranger to the playoffs. They've made the playoffs in 99, 2000, 2001, 2003, 2004, a little bit of a hiatus, 2017, 2018, 2020, and this year. Um, and this is their uh, their home field. So, Rick, tell the listeners a little bit about SoFi Stadium before we get into our predictions. Well, you're absolutely right, Rob. The Los Angeles Rams will be playing on their home turf in their home stadium, and this is no... This is no little old riggy diggy type stadium. This thing is brand spanking new. Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams went halfsies on creating SoFi Stadium in Eaglewood, California. And this thing, Rob, is bonkers, okay? A couple fun facts. I'm just going to rattle them off here. And the listeners, you take it and run with it. They're going to host the National Football Championship for college next year in 2023. They're hosting WrestleMania next year. They're going to host the 2026 FIFA World Cup. They're also going to have the opening and closing ceremonies of the 2028 Summer of Olympics. And for this Sunday's game, the capacity will be over 100,000 fans inside the stadium. It broke ground in 2016, it opened in 2020, and it cost a record $5 billion. That's with a B, $5 billion. Above the stadium is an independently supported million square foot translucent canopy made of 300 ETFE panels, 46 of which can be opened to provide ventilation supported by a cable net. This canopy has 27,000 LED puck-shaped embedded items that can project images and video, which can be seen by airplanes. Another design is the Infinity Screen by Samsung, which is an oval, double-sided, 4K HDR video board the first of its kind. It's suspended from the roof over the field. The video board weighs 2.2 million pounds, which is essentially a thousand tons, and it displays 80 million pixels. It also houses the stadium's 260 speaker audio system, as well as a 56 5G wireless antenna system. So, Needless to say, SoFi Stadium is extremely unique and special. It's already been receiving world-renowned architectural awards across the globe. And 
the personal finance company SoFi Technologies signed a 30 million per year contract for the next 20 years acquiring its naming rights. It's the most expensive sports venue ever built privately funded by the owners of the Rams and the Chargers. This thing is going to be sick and it's definitely going to be one of the main features for why Super Bowl 56 is going to be one of the best Super Bowls ever. Rick, there was a lot to unpack there. That like, you know, you can't just move on from that and just say, cool, let's get into the predictions. Like that is just insane. Yeah, like Rob, think about it. Stadiums like MetLife Stadium in New York, New Jersey, which has the Jets and the Giants play all their games there, that cost a billion dollars. Like don't, one. Don't even get me started on that stadium. That is the worst billion dollars ever spent. Agreed, agreed. But Jerry Jones's world Cowboys Stadium in Dallas, in Arlington, that had the same architect as SoFi Stadium. So there's a lot of similarities between Jerry's World and SoFi Stadium, and that cost a billion dollars, and that's a beautiful stadium. Now, don't get me wrong, labor prices are probably very high up in the tri-state area, just like they are out in Los Angeles. So that probably drove up the cost as well. I think, Not to mention, I, think I think you're looking at land. Land is it's at a premium there um, to get a piece of land. Um, you know, they had to buy a whole new place. They had to buy parking. They had to buy it all. It, it, it came out of nowhere. With the Jets and the Giants, they already had the land, so maybe it was paid off or something. So they were just focused mainly on mainly on like labor and costs and all that stuff but i think uh I think, with this, I think with this the land probably cost them an insane amount now now i don't know if it cost them 50 million dollars or 100 million dollars but 100 million dollars or 200 million dollars for the land like that may sound like a lot but then when you look at the budget of five billion dollars that really only factors into not even five percent of the cost so <laughs> <laughs> it's wild rob I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl halftime show before we get into the game itself. A couple little uh, tidbits about Los Angeles. For example, Rob, this will be the eighth Super Bowl hosted by the greater Los Angeles area. And it'll be the first Super Bowl held in the Los Angeles area since 1993 when it was last played at the Rose Bowl, which is a place where you and I have been before. And this is also going to be the first Super Bowl ever to take place on the second Sunday of February. Due to the NFL expanding its regular seasons from 16 games to 17 games, it pushed everything back a week. So for all you gentlemen listening, I know our viewership has a lot of men and women, but don't sleep because the 13th is the Super Bowl. Valentine's Day is the next morning. So Keep that, keep that in your back pocket there, folks, you gentlemen listening to the Brothers Brand Podcast. Rumor, rumor has it, you're, you, you don't owe anything for Valentine's Day. Uh, Moe's let you off the hook on that one. You know what? Listen, you always got to do something to show the person you love that you love them. So uh, there'll, be, there'll be something underneath the tree, if you know what I'm saying. I think you're high as hell with these references. I, I don't know what's going on here. You're talking it's a about common phrase. It's a common phrase. I've heard people say it before. I figured I'd insert it and see how it found out. But, you know, that's a very crazy. common Christmas phrase, Rick. You're, you're, what are you smoking some trees out there? Well, you know, it is Dallas, Texas. 
Rob, I want to. I don't bring know what that's the... supposed to mean. <laughs> Do you have the jitters halfway through the day from drinking too much coffee? Are you tired at two o'clock after the coffee wears out? Are you ready to take a nap, a midday nap, just to get through the day? Well, not anymore. Brain fuel was designed from a scientific point of view with function in mind, not by some big wig beverage industry veterans looking to capitalize on trends. Brain fuel was developed through an authentic desire to give mental athletes the fuel they need to be successful. Use the code BRANT15 on brainfuel.com to receive 15% off your order. That's brainfuel, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L, and use the code BRANT15 for 15% off. This Super Bowl is being televised on NBC, and I will just go on record for saying that I feel like my favorite... Please do go on record. My favorite commentator, duo, combination for televised NFL football games is Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I feel like the two of them are most in sync. They do a wonderful job. you got Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck on Fox and Jim Nance and Tony Romo on CBS, who, you know, of course, we adore Jim Nance. But I think the best duo on TV, in my opinion, are these two. And it's going to be Al Michaels' final game. He's He's been a part of TV coverage for pretty much his entire adult life. He's from Brooklyn, New York, and will be retiring at the age of 77 on Sunday evening. So shout out to Al Michaels. I know he's a friend of the pod. He called the miracle on ice in 1980 during the Winter Olympics. So this man is, he knows what the big stage is all about, right? No so- stranger to, to the limelight. No stranger. And, and Rick, I'm just going to echo your, your sentiments. I love listening to them. You know, when they commentate on, uh, I'm blanking right now. Was it, is it Monday or Sunday night? They commentate Monday or they Sunday. They do Sunday night football. And I just love it. I think that they're, they're so fantastic. Uh, Al's obviously retiring, but Chris Collinsworth, like his voice is just great. And uh, the fact that he was a wide receiver um, and played football, um, I think definitely contributes to uh, his knowledge, which is fun to listen to him talk about it. He always brings up back in the heyday and the game's changed so much since he played. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. And, uh, you know, no strangers to the limelight to steal a little term from you is, is our halftime performers here at Super Bowl 56. We have quite the group here. So it's Dr. Dre, it's Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. So, uh, clearly an L.A. theme, uh, entertainment, little rap, hip-hop going on here. Um, Rob, walk me through some of your favorite songs by some of these artists, because I, sh- I have a list of my own. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I was not prepped for this, uh, but I did, I, did like the, I did like their songs. I think the movie Eight Mile with Eminem and the rap battle scenes are like some of my favorite uh, hype up videos like when I was playing soccer in college I might might have turned on eight mile a little bit before the soccer games got those I, I went I went to like the movie theater and just saw eight mile like a dozen times I was loving you it did. you stayed in the movie theater like four you got you and Sean Paya stayed in the movie theater like four times for like 
four showings of it. <laughs> loved, loved Eminem. Uh, I just thought his music was so great. And for sports purposes, it does get you fired up. Personally, I would be pretty disappointed if they didn't perform Lose Yourself. Ah. And uh, uh, my favorite, personal favorite, is The Real Slim Shady. So I would love to see those two songs great. perform. They are going to play that. Like, I would be oh. devastated. If they did not, I, I actually devastate it's a strong word. I would be upset if they did not play that. I, you know, I wasn't going to lose sleep over it, right? Um, and then I, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Gin Juice will definitely get played. Um, I don't know. It's going to be so crazy because you normally just have one show, one person, and now you have so many different acts. So there's definitely going to be a mashup going on, which will be pretty cool to see. I would love to see that mashup. Um, but uh, Snoop Dogg. That guy's all over the place. That guy is in every commercial. He does it all. Snoop Dogg's phenomenal. I, I actually, one of my favorite songs by him is called California Girls with Katy Perry, uh, who performed at uh, Super Bowl 48, which we were at. Um, I don't know if they're going to mix her into this, surprise everybody, but I like that song by Snoop. Uh, Dr. Dre, forgot about Dre, loved that song back in the day. Um, Mary J. Blige had a great song too. It's called Family Affair. If you're not familiar with it, then that's on you. But take a look at Family Affair, Mary J. Blige. Everybody listened to that back in the 90s and early 2000s. Now, it's going to get interesting because of this. Uh, and, and we're not going to talk about it any more than me just saying it. But the cancel culture that's going on, the BS that's going on, it's going to be very interesting because their 90s songs were dicey. <laughs> You know what? I'm not too familiar with that world. Um, I don't even know any Kendrick Lamar songs. I know he's popular, but I just don't know any of his songs. Um, I'm excited about this halftime show. We really didn't get a chance to see a true halftime show last year because COVID, there was limited capacity. You didn't have the fans on the field like you normally do yeah. and all the choreographed dancing um, this is going to be a spectacle. It's in Los Angeles. I would expect it to be big time. I, I think Los Angeles is going to put a put a, a stamp on uh, the the show and the theatrics outside of the Super Bowl. We hope it's a great game, but you're in L.A. I think they're they're making a name for themselves, obviously, with their stadium, but how they host an Olympics or sorry, not Olympics, the Super Bowl. They have the Olympics coming up, WrestleMania, all these big events, FIFA. This is their first real shot at hosting a major event. So I think they're going to do everything they can to just blow it out of the water so that they get locked in for years and years and years to come uh, for all major events, not just the ones we included. And that's, that's spot on because that's exactly the goal for venues that spend all this money to create just a beautiful place is they, they want to have... Super Bowls there for the next 20, 30, 40 years. And on the flip side, uh, you know, we got to get into the game in a second. We're going to get into the game. But on the flip side, you look at MetLife and they're never hosting a Super Bowl ever again. Uh, that was horrific. The, the MetLife Super Bowl between the Broncos and uh, I forget who, who played it, Broncos and Seahawks. Like, just yeah, it was a bad game. But the logistics of it, too, were not good. The weather's not ideal. The transportation and it, it really... It was a dud, and there's no other way of getting around it, Rob. Yeah, terrible. But moving on, let's get into this game, Rick. We got ourselves a ball game for the Super Bowl. We sure do, Rob. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals, who I think 
are the Cinderella team here. I mean, nobody, nobody could have seen this coming. The Bengals were one of the worst teams in the NFL a year ago, definitely two years ago. And if it wasn't for star quarterback Joe Burrow reigniting that franchise, the days in which Boomer Esiason led that franchise to those Super Bowls back in the 80s, who's a friend of the pod, friend of the we, pod. we would them. not see these, these Bengals where they are today. But these guys are just I love the moxie. I love the confidence. They've got so many young stud players. And they're going up against the team in the Los Angeles Rams that could arguably be known as the New York Yankees of the NFL, who basically have bought their way into this year's Super Bowl by going out and picking up free agent after free agent after free agent that are extremely talented and and weren't having success elsewhere. So here we go, Rob. Give me your rundown. What are you looking for in Super Bowl 56 on the field? Okay, so you and I talked about this off air. And my heart's telling me, go Bengals, Kude Nation. My heart's telling me, Cinderella story, love the underdog, Joe Burrow and the Bengals win. But my mind's telling me a different story. My mind's telling me random. So I'm kind of, I was torn. I was thinking a lot about this projection here. And, uh, you know, I think that the... I think that the Rams are going to win this game and it's going to come down like to use what you talk about off air, the trenches. It's going to come down to the trenches, the battle in the trenches. And you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller who are just these incredible athletes on the defense. And then you have the worst offensive line in the NFL with the Cincinnati Bengals. And as much as I love Joe Burrow, he's going to be slinging it. He's going to be fighting for his life. I still think it's going to be a close game. You can never count them out. Um, but I think that the Rams are going to run it up. I think the score is going to be 31 to 27, but it's not going to be a tight game the entire time. I think they're going to be down by 10 or like 11 points, and then they get a touchdown late and then have to try to kick an onside kick to get the ball back. But I think that's what I think the outcome is going to be 31 27. Uh, Rams will win. Uh, and I think that the key players in the game, Cooper Cup has had the greatest receiving year in the history of the NFL, catching for uh, catching uh, for more than 1,900 yards with Matt Stafford. It's an NFL record, and they just cannot be stopped. Everybody knows Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford. You got to stop them. No one can stop them. I think he's going to go for 100-plus yards. I think he's going to have a touchdown. I think Matt Stafford is going to go for over 275. Odell Beckham is going to play lights out in this game. This is his chance to win a Super Bowl. This is his chance to win a Super Bowl. He's going to be playing lights out. On the flip side, Jamar Chase is going to have a day. He's going to go for over 100 yards. He's going to have a touchdown. Um, but it really just comes down to the trenches. And I think that the Bengals need a lot of work, and that's where we're going to see them put their picks in this year. Wow. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Rob Brandt is on the Rams. He likes it to be somewhat of a closer finish. 31-27, did I hear? That's correct. 31-27. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, I'm glad that you brought to light some of those pieces about the trenches and the offensive and the defensive lines, because I do believe that's where – Games are won and lost, and 
you brought up Jamar Chase, who's a stud wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals that has basically done whatever he's wanted to do to whoever he's wanted to do it to. He is lights out. He was in college when they were back at LSU together with Joe Burrow, and he has been in the NFL. Now, he hasn't faced, though, a corner in Jalen Ramsey, who's locked down, probably the best in the NFL. And I believe they're going to put him on Jamar Chase all day, and he is going to catch under 100 yards, a couple grabs. Joe Burrow, yes, he's won national championships, and yes, he's built for the big stage, but I'm not convinced that the rest of his team is. You and I, Rob, our generation has been spoiled by excellent Super Bowls. I mean, let's just call it, we're 30 years old or so. We've been alive to watch probably and remember 20 Super Bowls. So out of 20 Super Bowls that we've been able to watch and enjoy, I would say 15 of them have been outstanding Super Bowls. I mean, I'm talking one possession, come down to the final play. We have been blessed by excellent Super Bowls in our lifetime. And that's just not the history of the Super Bowl. There have been so many blowout Super Bowls. In fact, the Bengals have been on the losing end of some blowout Super Bowls back in the 80s. And I think that's what we're in for this year, Rob. I think Super Bowl 56 is going to be a runaway. I think the Los Angeles Rams, their firepower on offense is too much. I think their defense will be able to handle the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going on record with a 37 to 11 finish, 37 to 11. I think this is going to be a route early and often. And uh, the halftime show will entertain the folks. The commercials will be terrific, as they always are. And I think we'll be looking at the Los Angeles Rams, the team that not only will win this year's Super Bowl, but has the opportunity to win several Super Bowls while several of their stars are still in their prime and locked up here in Los Angeles. That's my take for Super Bowl 56. I hope our listeners out there, Rob, get a chance to enjoy all of the festivities, enjoy their little dips and their chips and all the fun food and fanfare that goes with Super Bowl 56. Wow. I think you nailed it, Rick. And just to touch on that, I don't think both these teams are going anywhere. I think that the Bengals after this Super Bowl are going to make some great moves protecting Joe Burrow. They got all the weapons on offense. They got Joe Mixon. They got Jamar Chase. They got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. C.J. Uzama is showing some life at tight end spot. They have a phenomenal offense. They got to get the defense squared up. They got to get the uh, the offensive line taken care of. And I think we're going to see these teams maybe battle again in the next five years. Well, we could talk about this in more depth uh, prior to the 2022 regular season preview show, which we always do with our friend NFL scout, Andrew Field Baldinger, which I'm sure come August, we definitely will get into. But you look back at the New England Patriots and their recipe for success during their dynasty was win the division, win the division, just win the division every year, win the division. And if you win the division, you lock up a home playoff game. And oftentimes put yourself in a driver's position to maybe be one of the top two, top three teams in the conference. And I think that's what Cincinnati's done really well is they've positioned themselves within that division. Timing is everything. And I could see Cincinnati being a stronghold in that division for quite some time. So I too 
And I don't think the Super Bowl is going to be hoisted this year by the Cincinnati Bengals, but I do think in future years they'll be back and their team will be stronger, and I think they could win a Super Bowl in the next few years. For all you listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to Episode 98 of the Brothers Brandt Podcast. I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.